0: Hi, welcome to Healing Chronic Illness with Marley. This is season two. This season, we're going to be interviewing some experts in the field. So join us on our journey back to health and wellness. Hey, friends, it's Marley here. I hope that y'all have had a wonderful week. I wanted to let you know something fun that happened for me that made me realize once again that my brain and central nervous system has recovered so dramatically. It's something that I'd always kind of wanted to do and saw that other people had done and I'd hired other people to do it for me because I just for whatever reason was hitting a wall or there was some blockage or whatever. I'm not sure but here's what I did. I spent a couple of days and I actually enjoyed it. I went through all of my clothes, footwear, cabinets, dressers, um, clo- the, the master bedroom closet, all the cabinetry in the master bath, all of the dressers in my be- master bath, uh, bedroom, and just not only um, thin things out, but I organized it, I like color coordinated it. I had like a whole section where only skirts are and just jean jackets and um, I don't know, like I don't know what came over me. I got online and I started doing some research about closet organization and um, what to do to help sort things out in your drawers better and I got these really cool little dividing grid Um, organizers that you put in your drawers and now it looks like my panties and my socks are like a tackle box they're all like coordinated however I want to and I can't tell you how refreshing and light it feels to do this and to actually enjoy the process so it made me start to wonder okay you know what's going on with my behavior why is this happening I know in the past when I've gone through some detox symptoms you know how it works typically is that your body has to have enough energy in order to push out old crud and old gunk and stagnant toxins that have sat there so when the body has enough energy to do it you kind of feel a little bit elevated and then when it starts to like push it out and if it's not draining properly and detoxing properly it gets kind of stuck and then you have a hertz reaction you feel pretty cruddy but um I had always noticed in the past when I had had enough energy, say post um, bug or some layer that that I was processing or whatever protocol I was in, when I had enough energy, I would actually start to detox my environment. I'd clean, I would get rid of things, I would sort things, I would purge. And I always thought that was a really interesting expression in knowing my behavior was that, you know, it was an outward expression of something that was happening internally for me. So I think the same thing with my little closet organization experience and my drawer sorting and lining everything up accordingly, um, just so that it was like simple and effective and like, it's a pleasure. Like, it's super strange that I get a real kick out of opening my drawers up and seeing everything looks so neat. I mean, I appreciated that and I wanted that, but to go through the process of that wasn't like me. So what I did was I started to just think about how the brain organizes itself. Whenever your brain has enough vitality to address what's going on, and this could be conscious or unconscious. You start Um, processing childhood memories and they might not always be good and sometimes they're great Um, but when the body and the mind and the nervous system have enough energy and vitality in it to address those things, those files of your mind can open up and begin to sort and that's kinda what you really want to have happen anyway because those things that kind of stay muddled and circulate and don't have resolution they can hang us up and they can trip us up so what kind of things can you do to organize your thoughts well journaling is important and that's always a go-to that mental health professionals suggest Um, you can be doing some of the brain training exercises the gupta method dnrs um, there's some other things online as far as training the nervous system and calming down limbic system impairment and one way to to do it also is to just if you're able to again if there's enough calm in the body and focus and vitality is go ahead and meditate you know and I think practicing gratitude is key whatsoever things are of good report think on those things and then the peace comes so What can you do today to just kind of organize maybe a little something, if it's a corner in your room? And while you're doing it, you can be going through some files in your mind. One of the things that I noticed about myself was, on my bedside table, I have this one drawer where I put in, you know, I have a journal in there and I have different greeting cards and different things that I've kept in there over the years. Um, conversations that I've had with my doctor and lists of prescriptions and supplement protocols for whatever reason they always end up in this one drawer. So I went through that drawer and I absolutely loved all the old birthday cards and greetings and notes and things like from friends and such but when I came across you know questions for the doc and notes that I had taken, what he would say to do or she would say to do, I just put that aside when I was going through it, and something else I ran across was a envelope filled with horrible, horrible information. Because it was my blood test. It was from the um, Arthritis and Rheumatology Research Center of the city that I used to live in. Now I got Lyme disease in 1999, but. Um, for whatever reason I didn't have my labs saved I don't know if I went back to get them or if I was just I think at that time I was so absolutely scared to the core of anything to do with the doctor I had severe medical PTSD and it was chronic and um, but anyway what I found when I was cleaning up my drawer was this envelope and from 2006 2007 I had all of my labs I had you know what my ANA look like, my, R, my RA factor, my SSB, SSA antibodies, and a lot, of, some of this might sound familiar to some of you. My, my diagnosis is uh, lupus, um, connective tissue disease, Sjogren's, and Lyme. So pick one, doesn't matter. But um, what I'm going to do is put that aside and actually get my labs done again. I was supposed to get them done last year but it was going to be close to $4,300 or something like that. But I actually was able to find a way to do it cheaper and I wanted to pass the information on to you for any of you that are in the U.S. and have to pay a little extra for health care because we're not a socialized system. Um, there are some other opportunities out there with some functional med docs that offer primary care direct and membership, and if you do a monthly membership, sometimes you're able to get things such as lab core at a deeply discounted rate. I actually ran by an office today of a doctor that provides this service, and they said literally it's pennies on the dollar to have your labs drawn that way, so just a little tidbit if that can help you. But something else that I had done when I was cleaning things out was I found tons of medications over the years that I have stockpiled and saved and I have no idea why other than I guess in the back of my mind I thought, you know, what if I need it? But honestly a lot of those meds that I took and a lot of them are psych drugs, a lot of them are muscle relaxants and painkillers, they didn't make me feel better. Now for some, that stuff helps to get you through it. It is a bit of a band-aid approach, but sometimes we need that, sometimes, sometimes we need something to lead into and a crutch to take it. And I even told a client today, and I had to learn this myself in taking medications, when I saw my next door neighbor who had been through the ringer with all of her health stuff, but you know she took medications and I didn't, and she was living her life and I was bedbound and at that time I realized that watching her enjoy her life that maybe it'd be better to have a false sense of feeling good than a real sense of feeling bad. And that's when I decided, you know what, maybe it's okay to take Tylenol for headache. I mean I was a purist. If I had a headache, I would do an enema or a Epsom salts bath or whatever. Now I am not so Strict with myself. I do wonder, well, where'd the headache come from? And then I'll, you know, typically it's something that I know that I could have avoided and um, got a headache over. But I'm not as difficult with myself and try to suffer through it um, because what I learned is sometimes the toxicity of the pain, and it might mean emotional pain. I mean, if you are in such a horrible state because something has set you off and you need to take a bit of a clonopin or something within reason, do it. Because again, the toxicity of the pain can be so much more toxic than the medication itself. So just wanna encourage you today, If you're in that position where you can start, you know, peeling back some layers. I tell you what, maybe we should plan a social event where we take all of our medical labs and we take all of our old medications and something else that I got rid of a whole bunch of was medical marijuana that just didn't work for me. I gave, I gave it a shot. I didn't like feeling trippy. I didn't like running into walls. <laughs> and so I stopped taking it. But the main reason I stopped with the medical marijuana was because I learned that it just absolutely inhibits and limits blood flow to the brain. And I was already having brain fog and issues with my brain. So, why did I want to make it worse? So, within reason, find some things that can support you when you have a really, really difficult time as you're walking on this pathway of healing. So, my event would be let's have a big party bonfire when we can like torch all of our old labs and toss our old medications because. We're on this journey together to feel better, and where you're at now isn't where you're always gonna be. Be encouraged. Listen, I, I meet with people quite a bit that are chronically ill, and for whatever reason, God has put me in this position to be able to encourage others through op- offering their optimal brain systems, brain training, a neurofeedback program that you can do at home. It has absolutely transformed my life. And I have some people that are kind of new to training and they feel pretty good initially. And then they have a bad day or they feel like they fall on their face again or they fall in that pit. And I get it. I get it. Healing, again, is not linear. It's dynamic. Some days we are cruising along and we're two steps forward and one step back. And sometimes we feel like we've taken a giant leap back and I just want you to encourage that you're not going to stay where you are. Brighter days are ahead. Continue to hope. Continue to persevere. Continue to stand and believe for your healing and be in, be encouraged. Um, and it's not an overnight thing, even with NeuroOptimal. I've done 500 training sessions. I did another one today. Um, I will continue to self-optimize my brain for the rest of my life because I'm so fortunate to have my own machine. But for other people, you know, I have a survey of um, training and the efficacy of NeuroOptimal training. And it's really quite remarkable because what they've done is they broke down a comprehensive analysis of people and trainers and the the users of NeuroOptimal and they took some averages. And some of the things that they had listed is that after only one training, people reported that sleep and issues with ADD, ADHD focus, concentration, and attention were better. After two sessions, people noticed a shift in their anxiety. Three sessions, stress and stress-related issues, relaxation, and tension all seemed to improve. Four sessions, depression, begins to resolve oh my gosh that's a beautiful thing to see happen for people and I've seen it firsthand it's an absolute beautiful process to see people that are so clinically depressed barely functioning to get that glimmer back in their eye and that spring in their step it, it's such an honor to be a part of after five sessions um, resolutions and beginnings um, to shift with PTSD and trauma Migraine headaches after six sessions, fibromyalgia, chronic pain and pain related symptoms, and the general sense of well being and recovery from burnout after seven sessions of Neuroptimal. And here's where it gets really beautiful eight sessions of Neuroptimal, there's been a large influx of people that have reported improvement in autism, anger, irritability, aggression, addiction, eating disorders, mood swings, PMS, menopause. Help in peak performance, confidence. Help with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, as well as TBI, traumatic brain injury. Here's what is lists after nine sessions: improvement with epilepsy, bipolar disorder, Asperger's, panic attacks, gastrointestinal problems, celiac, constipation, phobias, behavioral issues, tantrums, meltdowns, memory, and stress resilience. All improving. And finally, after ten sessions, and uh, the list could go on, but this is just the. Um, efficacy that they had logged in this survey that we had done through NeuroOptimal. 10 sessions help with dyslexia Lyme disease. That was me I would say it took a lot more than 10 sessions for me but again everybody is different. Tourette's chemo brain Uh, if you know what chemo brain is after chemotherapy you just don't quite have your marbles. Your brain fog is you're just not the same but it does help and there's actually a trainer I believe in somewhere in Ohio, and that's what she specializes in. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, Asthma and ability to enjoy meditation and the meditative arts, performing arts. Hey, not only do people that are ill brain train for improvement in their health picture, but I'm working with peak performance athletes and some world champion athletes right now, and it's absolutely awesome to watch them develop and to dial in, and I am going to be sharing more about that in the future with some of the peak performance athletes and um, some of the outtakes and outcomes that we've seen happen. And so not only just athletes, but people in um, the performing arts, Broadway performers, actors and actresses on TV, a lot of them have their competitive edge because they brain train with NeuroOptimal. And finally, Parkinson's. That's another one. It's a neurodegenerative condition. I have family members that are affected by this. Want to get them training as well. It's just a matter of getting people on board and educating them and letting them know that this neurooptimal technology is available. If you want to find a trainer in your area, we are all over the world. You can find us at neurooptimal. That's n-e-u-r-o-p-t-i-m-a-l. dot com. We would love to be a part of your wellness journey. The mission of NeuroOptimal is very simple and it's very beautiful and it's why I'm absolutely passionate and all in. Their mission is simple, it is to relieve suffering. So my friends, continue on, persevere, know that this too shall pass and you're not going to stay where you're at, there's brighter days ahead. I love to hear um, somebody that I love to listen to say, hey, Your best days are right in front of you. So just grab on to that and look forward to just health and healing because I believe that it belongs to you. So all my best, my friends, my tribe. Take care until next time. God bless you.